Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, November 4th, 2019. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, you are an arts and uh, culture writer. I am. Does, does culture include food? It does. Uh, culture includes kind of whatever I feel like talking about at the moment. Fair. You yeah. went to some sort of food convention I over did. the weekend? Yeah, I went to Food Tank Summit and Gala this year, which is covered. They're going to be doing an off-Broadway show at La Mama in the spring, and they're kind of at the... The very specific Venn diagram, as I am, of food and entertainment, that center space. So it was a lot of fun, and you got to hang out with Playbill people, uh, got to hang out with performers, got to hang out with chefs, so it was everything I want more. Alright, now we just need somebody to write the Anthony Bourdain bio-musical. And uh, be right up your at, <laughs> right up your alley. <laughs> well, so hey, if you want to commission me, I, I feel very capable to do so. Fair enough. If someone wants to head over to patreon.com slash Broadway Radio, yes. or as we learned last week, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon, yes. uh, you can send Ashley a specific <laughs> commission yes. to write the Tony Bourdain bio musical. I would love that. Yeah. Um, also, over the weekend, we had the latest episode of This Week on Broadway. Uh, James, Peter, and Michael talked about a whole host of things, as they always do, including Monsoon Season at the Rattlestick, Bella Bella, Enchanted April at Theater Row, um, and a whole bunch of other things. Uh, really, really exciting stuff. Uh, but Ashley, we have a ton of news to get into because it was a pretty newsy Friday. So let's get into that now. First up, in a pretty interesting marketing move, the previously announced Broadway production of Tracy Letts' The Minutes announced the first hard details that we've ever got about a production when they sent a type of a memo kind of thing to a bunch of reporters saying that previews would begin on February 25th of 2020. They didn't say what theater, but I feel pretty comfortable in saying that it'll be the court right. when you start looking at what theaters are available. The question will be for me, Ashley, is will they bring the company from Steppenwolf to Broadway. That's uh, yeah. normally been the trajectory of Let's's shows. Right, they do them exactly. out of town, Chicago, uh, Linda Vista went to Chicago, then LA before it came to Broadway with the main, uh, the cast pretty much still intact. But yeah. it's been over two years. By the time this show comes in February, it'll be 25 months since it closed in Chicago. Mm. Um, so that might change. And since it's not going to a not-for-profit theater, right. they might want to have some stars in it. Uh, Steppenwolf ensemble member William Peterson, best known for CSI, led the show oh, in yeah. Chicago. That's really the only name uh, that they had in the show. I mean, granted, a number of Tracy Letts' show have done really well without names. Right. But if you're going for a commercial run on the Broadway in a straight play in the opening spring they've season. they've got time. Yeah, exactly. You, you might want to find some people who can help sell some tickets. Yes, and at a theater, as we assume, like the court, for sure. Yeah, definitely. All right, next up, Ashley, five years after it played the Donmar Warehouse in the UK, Josie Rourke's revival of City of Angels will finally transfer to the West End's Garrick Theater beginning on March 5th of 2020. The show will see Hadley Frazier, Rosalie Craig, and Rebecca Treherne reprise their roles from the Donmar run, with Vanessa Williams joining the show to Ooh. make her West End debut. Huh. Tan 
yeah, Tam Mutu played Stone in the Donmar production, but he is currently playing the Duke in Moulin Rouge on yeah. Broadway. So I don't think he's going to be leaving that cushy gig to head over <laughs> to do the role uh, that he originated in at Donmar. Um, so the casting for that part will be announced at a later date. Is, now, it, actually, li- is it limited run or like do they have a set number um, or a set performance I, schedule at this point? I don't know that they have said yet. Um, Maybe uh, post-Tony nominations, then. Maybe. I I would find that hard to believe. I I don't... The London... Or the West End um, musicals are not super long runs normally, unless it's a bigger show. So I I wouldn't be surprised if this is is fairly limited, but you never know. It's hard to gauge uh, what they do over there. But... All the way back in 2014, there was chatter about a 25th anniversary Broadway revival of the show because it originally came to Broadway in 1989. In fact, I talked to James Naughton, and at this point, I can't remember if that was for Broadway World or Broadway Radio at this point. <laughs> I honestly anything. have no idea. It must have been Broadway story, World because I wasn't doing it. life. <laughs> yeah, it must have been Broadway World because that was long before my time on Broadway Radio. But yeah. he was talking about trying to do some sort of revival uh, of the show and being a producer on it, but apparently there was some discrepancy as to who had the rights for Broadway following the Donmar production, which was 2014, 2015. So I wouldn't be surprised if this West End move didn't precipitate a move to Broadway. This is yeah. a show that many, many people, including a number of folks on Broadway radio Oops. who have been Oops. longing Oops. to get back, yeah, yeah. Uh, back on, on Broadway. So, and with Rosalie Craig, who, because of uh, some sort of filming schedule, was not yeah. able to do company on Broadway. This overlaps a little bit of when company on Broadway is going to be on Broadway. Yeah, a little. <laughs> uh, but, you know, she might be able to get the outs that she was looking for there that she couldn't get in New York. But anyway, moving on, on Friday, it was announced that Patrick J. Adams, the star of the USA Network's long-running drama Suits, has joined the Broadway revival of Take Me Out as Kippy Sunderstrom. Seriously, quite the name (laughs) mr greenberg richard greenberg come on now what's with the name uh kippy sunderstrom the show will begin performances at the helen hayes theater on april 2nd kippy is the best friend of darren lemming the lead role played by jesse williams that that rivals uh moritz von stupnagel yes but that's a actual real human being well kippy sunderstrom is made up now look i'm all for somebody with the last name sunderstrom please name your child kippy (laughs) or like your dog at least (laughs) i mean i'm all for like uh uh um uh oh what's it the uh, Dick, Dick, uh, Dickensian names. Yeah. Charles Dickens always liked to have really interesting names, but yes. this is a little bit. I guarantee you, this person's a yuppie. I mean, his name's Kippy. Anyway, so uh, finally, actually, <laughs> in this section, we learned that Ariana DeBose has joined the Netflix adaptation of The Prom, playing Alyssa Green, and has previously rumored her mother will be played by Carrie Washington. The only casting that we have not yet heard about is that of Emma, the main character. But. We should hear about that pretty soon, considering that filming is set to start next month. Now, actually, I'm a longtime Ari fan. Heck, I'm a fan of anybody who was in that original Atlanta cast of Bring It On. You think of uh, Adrian Warren, um, uh, Gregory Haney. Um, But I I think this is great casting. Not only is she becoming quite the star playing Anita in the West Side Story movie, but... She, it also feels right because she identifies as being queer. So it yes, makes sense that Ari is doing <laughs> Well, I mean, let's be honest. So um, so does Izzy McCollum. Izzy McCollum yes. is openly bisexual as well. So yes. uh, they at least got the casting for that role correct on Broadway, too. We're taking over. 
taken over. Yeah, taking over the role of Elisa, Take- Alyssa Green. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ashley, so we've got a ton of stuff happening in this week's theatrical schedule. I am going to just run through them because... Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it's getting into that time of year again uh, as everything wants to get open before the, the holidays. wonderful time of the year. Yes, Thanksgiving season. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, okay, on Tuesday night, we have the opening over at Ars Nova for Dr. Ride's American Beach House. This is the play that Ars Nova commissioned from Liza Birkenmeyer, directed by Katie Brooke. Also on Tuesday, we have the off-Broadway revival of Horton Foots, The Young Man from Atlanta at the Signature Theater, directed by Michael Wilson. Then we skip Wednesday because nothing happens on hump day. Um, and we will have the next Broadway opening. And this one is for Tina Hyphen, the Tina Turner musical yes. on Broadway speaking at the Montfontaine Theater. Yeah, speaking of, um, this one, I'm, I'll be interested to see what the reviews say. I, I, you know, I think the performance of Adrian is going to be well received. I'm yes. interested to see what the future, rest of the show. Future Tony nominee, Adrian. Oh, yeah. She's going to be sure. a, a Tony nominee, if not, uh, you know, the, the lead. I, yeah. you know, I, I'm not sure if she'll win, but I, I don't know how the rest of the show is going to be received here on Broadway. So I'm interested to see what happens there. Also on Thursday night, we have another opening. This one off Broadway from the new group. And this is the latest adaptation uh, for the stage, the musical adaptation of Cyrano. This one is adapted by Erica Schmidt and features music by Aaron and Bryce Dessner from the band The National. And also features music by Matt Berninger, uh, Berninger uh, as well as The National and Karen Besser. It, of course, stars um, uh, Peter Dinklage yes, uh, and... Uh, uh, um, oh, what is her name uh, off the top of my head? Oh, Jasmine Cephas Jones. Of course, I couldn't pull that one How out. dare you? I know. That's really offensive to me. <laughs> um, also has Grace McLean, Blake Jenner, Scott Stangland, and more. I'm going to see this one um, when I'm in town uh, in a couple weeks. So this should be very exciting. I'll be there Wednesday night for the last preview. Very cool. Um, and then on Thursday, we have two shows beginning previews. The first one is on Broadway again. And this is the transfer from the young Vic or the old Vic, one of the Vicks, uh, A Christmas Carol adapted by Jack Horn, starring Campbell Scott, Andrea Martin, and LaShawns, directed by Matthew Warchus. Um, this one's playing the Lyceum Theater. And man, I'm still holding out, trying to figure out what I'm going to do with one of my last spots. This one's up there just because it is so unique. And obviously, it's not going to be around next time I come to Broadway or come to New York. So uh, I'm still thinking about this one, Ashley. But uh, then the last show on Thursday that's beginning previews is from Irish Rep. And this is... Uh, Pump Girl by Abby Spallon and directed by Nicola Murphy. Um, so this one should be a uh, an interesting show there. I always enjoy the stuff I see at Irish Rep. Then moving to Friday, the actual first show that I'm going to see on my trip to New York begins oh. previews, and that is The Crucible from Bedlam. Um, it is uh, off-Broadway, and I've heard so much great stuff about everything that Bedlam does. I've mm-hmm. never seen one of their shows, but yeah, I love either. The Crucible. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing that one. And on Broadway, Kristen Chenoweth, colon, for the girls begins its Broadway run for that very interesting concert run. She she has um, she's doing shows just on Friday, Saturday and Sunday for like two weeks with no shows on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday right. or Thursday. So good for you, Cheno. Um, but that's beginning performances on Friday. Then we move to Saturday. We have the out-of-town tryout, I guess, for Joe Iconis' Love and Hate Nation at the Two River Theater in New Jersey. It's scheduled to run through December 1st. If you remember, this is where 
Be More Chill also got its its premiere as well. This one actually features a book, music, and lyrics by Iconis and is directed by Joe Simpkins. If you follow Jennifer Ashley Tepper on any social media, you have been well chronicled in uh, in the development of this show. (laughs) Indeed, Um, always. Yeah. And then on Sunday, we have an opening off-Broadway from the Transport Group of Broadbend, Arkansas. Um, this one is a musical with a libretto by Ellen Fitzhugh and Harrison David Rivers with music and additional lyrics by Ted Sheen. Uh, it's directed by Jack Cummings the third, and it's produced in association with the Public Theater and is going to be running through November 23rd. And then we also have the first performances of the Frozen National Tour starting up in Schenectady. It is running there from November 10th through the 24th. Then it'll head out to Los Angeles for about two months from December 4th through February 2nd. And speaking of Linda Vista, on Sunday, November 10th, it will play its final Broadway production from Second Stage at the Helen Hayes Theater. So out goes one Tracy Letts show with uh, the minutes coming in we'll have another one so broadway won't be too tracy, long without tracy, tracy let's, let's revolving door. yeah yeah of course <laughs> so uh lots of stuff going on and then the next week is when i'll be in town i'm coming in on uh Yay. november 13th so lots of really fun stuff for very me exciting very i've got to figure out ways to figure in, fit in a few more shows so uh, how many shows are you currently oh. up to Hold on, let me pull up the list. Oh boy, here we go. I've got the spreadsheet. Don't worry, it's a Google Doc, so I can take it anywhere. Oh yeah, of course. I've got... um, I've seen your spreadsheets before. Yes, you have. Uh, I've got The Crucible, Seared, Evita, Darren Brown's Secret, The Wrong Man, Freestyle Love Supreme, Radio City, Christmas Spectacular, Scotland, PA, Soft Power, Georgia Stitt and Friends at Birdland, Broadway Sing Sarah Bareilles at Green Room 42, Little Shop of Horrors, Tuesday at 54 with Robbie Rizel, uh, Cyrano and Jagged Little Pill. I'm going to try to get into the matinee. so far? Yeah, that's 15 so far. I'm going to try to get into the Thursday matinee of Moulin Rouge. Uh, of course. Um, also going to try to get into the weird 5.30 show of American Utopia on ah, Saturday. yes. Um, might throw in um, Neo Futurist's show on Friday night, if mm. I can, depending on what I see. And then I've got a, a mix of three or four or five shows on f- uh, for one more spot. My God. Trying to fill that in, so... Leave no no theatrical stone unturned. No, and I'm going to go see the Hal Prince exhibit at the New York Public Library as well. Oh, you must. I still haven't seen it yet, if you can believe that. Maybe we should make plans to go together. (sighs) Yes. Field trip. The field trip. So there was actually one show that I'm I'm waiting on to find someone to go with because you told me to wait for you. So maybe we can go before that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. We can talk about that one offline. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So (laughs) anyway. All right. Let's move into the last bit of news for today. Ashley, first up, last week we learned that Billy Porter, Adina Menzel, and Leah Michelle will be part of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. We haven't yet heard what Broadway shows are going to be a part of it, but Mm -hmm. I think they're all uh, promoting Christmas albums. So and I I did say I need to apologize I, I did say that uh, Leah Michelle uh, and Adina Menzel were continuing the tradition of Jewish performers doing Christmas albums. I was wrong. Leah Michelle does not identify as Jewish. Her father was Jewish, but she was raised Catholic. Oh. So I don't know if I was just confusing her with her character Glee. on Glee yeah, or Ragtime. So. I first saw her in the original company of Ragtime. So maybe I was just thinking she actually was Tatya's daughter. So she does not identify as Jewish. But I feel like I've seen the little red Kabbalah thing on her wrist. Maybe not. Maybe I'm confusing her with Madonna. I can't I was about straight. to say, if we're going by that, then there's <laughs> Madonna as well. Yeah. 
okay. So anyway, she's not uh, actually Jewish, so I apologize uh, about that. And that's what I get for uh, making assumptions. They make an ass out of Yume. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> next up on Thursday, Ashley, uh, or no, I'm sorry, on Friday's show, I told James that the London production of Waitress was teasing a major announcement, and I surmised that it would be Sarah Bareilles and Gavin Creel joining the show. Mm. And over the weekend, they more or less confirmed the Sarah part with a social media post with three musical clues that all just happened to be oh, short samples. Yeah, they're short samples of three Sarah Bareilles songs. So that's say, pretty much confirmed. I thought that she would be joining New York, and obviously that didn't happen. No, so it did I'll, not. We're getting cat instead. Uh, yeah, we're getting cat instead. I saw Sarah and Gavin on Broadway I from the front too. row, and they Ooh. are fantastic. But yes. um, depending on when you are hearing this episode, of course, if you become a patron on Patreon, you can hear it as soon as it's published. But um, because London is obviously ahead of us in time, they might have already released it if this if you're listening to this after it comes out on the normal channel um, after 8 a.m. But anyway, we'll see. Finally, we learned that the Daytime Emmy Awards would be tweaking some of their categories this year. The awards are in June of 2020. And in addition to allowing actors eligible for gendered categories to enter in whichever version of the category they feel is most appropriate. Love that. And, and they also eliminated Best Young Actor in a Drama Series and Best Young Actress in a Drama Series in favor of just a Best Young Performer category. Love that. Uh, yep. Yeah, they also decided they would be getting rid of the Outstanding Musical Performance category, meaning that the category that got Cynthia Erivo, Ben Platt, and Katrina Link just an Oscar away from an EGOT will no longer be there to give theater artists an Emmy for just three minutes of work. Hmm. Now, I we've talked about this for years since this started here on Today on Broadway, Ashley, before you were here. I, I've always had a little bit of a problem with the performers getting credit for this Emmy because it's really they're doing promotional work for their That's Broadway show. Yeah. And I and I almost felt like the the it should have just been an award for the show that they were on, the Today show, because they're the ones doing the directing, they're doing the booking, they're doing the, you know, the producing, all that stuff. That should be who gets that award because they're not doing anything different than what they do on stage. Obviously there's different choreography at times. And heck, the Dear Evan Hansen one, they weren't even in costume and it wasn't even the cat. It was the cast <laughs> and all of the understudies, which was a great performance, but it's just, it feels a little, it cheapens the Emmy uh, that they won to me a little bit. And that might be, you know, short-sighted or man yelling at cloud, but I, uh, <laughs> it, I, I, I'm not opposed to this move. Uh, and maybe it should just be an outstanding advertising Emmy. Uh, I don't think they have Emmys for that, but they are certainly outstanding advertising awards. Um, the Clio's, is that what they are? Those are for yes. commercials. Is that? I'm I think that's sure. what they are. I think it is. But anyway, I, I'm very happy for Cynthia, Ben, and Katrina that they are now just an Oscar away from an EGOT. Cynthia could win it this year. I don't think she's going to win for playing Harriet Tubman, but she might win it for... Uh, the song that uh, that she performs in it. So we'll have to wait and see. I think having three minutes of work to get an Emmy may have been Sondheim's last chance to get an Emmy. So well, I'm a little annoyed there. <laughs> well, but didn't he do... Like, he's tr he's done some stuff in yeah, the past. Like, didn't he contribute some songs to, like, an episode of some TV show recently? Like, in the past five years. I can't remember what it was. Uh, but anyway, Probably he like should be. Smash or Glee. No, it was something else. It was something like the Goldbergs or something. Not, it wasn't the Goldbergs, but it was something like that. I think. I mean, like, no, it wasn't the Goldbergs. No, but it was something like that. Although they mm. do a musical episode every year. 
there you go. Maybe then. So, yeah. All right. Anyway, that is all that we have for today. Thank you for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This is Ashley. All right. You can find us both over at Patreon.com slash Broadway Radio, BroadwayRadio.com slash Patreon. <laughs> uh, you can get those these episodes as early as possible so that you don't get spoiled by the time difference between here and London. Yes. Also, I'm going to make this my formal platform for president. Um, we're going to oh keep boy. daylight saving time year round. Just keeping that up. Oh, it's it. so it's so much better. It's it's so dark. Oh no! Wait, <laughs> I'm seeing. I'm confused. I'm going to lose the presidency. I want it. I want it lighter <laughs> later. No, don't lose lighter. the president. You're our last. Hope. Oh God, you don't want me. <laughs> Lighter later because it. Matt Timoney's got a plan for that. No, I don't. Apparently, I don't know my own plan. Um, <laughs> because the the later the later there's light, the more exercise people get, the more exercise kids get, and there's less burglaries and robberies when when it's lighter out later. So I am all for. I guess that means getting rid of daylight saving time. I don't remember. I don't know. I'm not very daylight smart. savings time. Why is saving? It's still singular. A thing? It's singular. Yeah. So Shut anyway, up. it is. I'm just saying. Dantic here. Anyway, all right, have a great Monday, everybody, and someone will be back to talk to you tomorrow.